This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors. And today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up, AfterBuzzers, and welcome to the party. This is the season finale of Four Lives. This is season one, episode 13, titled Fathers. All of my people are with me, you guys. We've been on this journey. 13 episodes, I thought the best way we could start was just making sure that we all had a class to raise this mm. evening. Cheers to each of you because we made it. Dot, how are you? Doing great. I am excellent. Cheers to 13 Cheers. episodes. Mm. Salud. <laughs> Emily May in the building. Hey. hey, everyone. Sorry, I have to get a little sip. <laughs> oh, man, I can't believe we're here. Season finale, so much going on. So many feelings. I know. We all have been just kind of weird about it. But without, uh, last but not least, Jeff Will in the building. How you feeling? Man, man, I needed that drink. Let me tell you. Because (laughs) this thing had me in all types of feelings. And it ended, like, I was celebrating. I was pissed off. I was doing so much. So this drink is necessary. But we're going to discuss it all. So We were all I doing agree. like flip-flops, handstands. Like we're doing everything. <laughs> yeah, I felt mm-hmm. like last week we all kind of came to the consensus that it just took us on such a roller coaster ride. But I felt a lot more of the roller coaster this week. So the episode, we started out kind of picking up where we left off with Aaron. There's this new Cyrus is back in charge. The jail is on the lockdown. They've tossed the cells. And right away we were kind of met with all of the things that he had to overcome. Um, I guess we'll try to take the episode in pieces, kind of, just so that we can get through it in a way that makes sense. And I'm really interested in what you guys like and dislike. So we'll start with that top half, I guess, before they really got into just learning some of the elements that would be involved in Aaron's case. We got to see a lot of Maskins and the Attorney General and their whole plan and scheme to kind of rig the system against them. Um, Emily, why don't you go ahead and start? Oh my, well, which part? <laughs> like, <laughs> just the beginning, I guess, just based off of, okay, let's go with what you were left with, based off of knowing that Maskins and the DA were working together against him. They were keeping him from talking to the press. They leaked the video of him fighting. They changed the judges. Maskin was speaking in front of churches, just smearing his, his yeah. good name. Well, so, like, I was so... Like I was so mad, but not surprised because they're running. They're running a campaign. It's they're politicians, and it, they're all like intertwined with each other. So I liked, in the sense that we got to see who the true characters were, 
where the, the where the morality was and it made me root for Aaron even more because I was like you know what I he has been through so much he has been through so much of just the politics of it all and the frustrating nature of it all and how people want to under, undermine him and make it harder for him at every step so yeah I was not surprised um that people were trying to make it harder for him to get what he uh, wanted and what he deserved. Yeah, I definitely think it made it easier for us all to root for Aaron. And we mm -hmm. saw that he showed up in court because he was on his stuff. Dot, what did you think about it? Yeah, when I was watching this episode, I was extremely disgusted and just disheartened by the lengths that people will go just to protect themselves, just not having anybody else in consideration. It's every man for themselves. Emily is absolutely right when it's just all about politics. And it just opened my eyes to just the nastiness of what, you know, the possibilities and the outcomes can be when you get tangled up in this situation. And I really, if I'm being honest, I really kind of like started losing faith, not not in Aaron, but just in his situation, seeing how much power everyone else has, seeing everyone else's intentions and motives. He's fighting um, so much more than just his case. He's fighting against mm -hmm. people who live this way. So I was yeah, watching, yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah, he's fighting for like a larger purpose of like what's going on with the prison system and the DA and the justice system in general. Like his goal is much larger, even though he is fighting for himself he at least is looking further and in the, the circle in which he's in to expand that. Mm -hmm. And uh, can I jump, just to yeah, jump ahead. in and like, what you guys, like you guys saying that his, him being, this being so much bigger than him frustrates me even more with the thing that we're left off with because yes. I don't want, I'm not going to jump into all that, but like y'all, we all know, it just frustrates me even more because I agree with you guys. This is so much bigger than all of than this than just him. This is a bigger cause, but we see step after step. No, we're gonna block you here. No, we're gonna block you here. Till literally the last sentence of the episode, they were trying to block him, and it's just frustrating to see. But what what you kind of taught when you brought up the church, there was two people that I think kind of um had cameos that weren't that we've never seen about so I think they're going to be bigger parts in the next season I'll just like toss it out there see what you guys think is the black lady who was in the corner saying why is he bringing race into this and then his son was also looking kind of side-eye at his dad as in um, mask and son was looking side-eye so I think those two characters are going to play um, key roles going down the line mm -hmm. but just but just to get back to it step right. after step after step blockage after blockage it's just so frustrating and it's disheartening as a fan and as a person that like if you're his family how can you how can you be positive because every step there's a blockage yeah it's a difficult situation to be in you know it does remind us how difficult it can be to have to deal with the criminal justice system and not only that but just how difficult like you say we saw so many obstacles set against him and he just happens to be you know collateral damage because it's not even you see it's not even a personal thing but those ahead want to remain ahead um but we did get to see and kind of go on this journey of course we know we were looking to see if the retrial was going to be granted i think last week we were able to come to terms that the season would close with us at least having some insight to what happens there um so let's talk a little bit about some of the elements that they used uh 
particularly the the whole theme of fathers. The episode was was titled Fathers. We know that the one witness that they were holding out on or that he was going to use was the Lexi Richardson, the girl who had OD'd at the club. But then at the last minute, he talks to her dad to kind of protect her and to get him to testify. I wanted to just check in and see, what did you guys, did you see that coming? Would you have preferred to see her? T- I, I just didn't know kind of what to expect. So I wanted to check in and see what you guys thought. Um, Dot? Yeah, I was really surprised at that turn of events. I really wanted to hear Lexi speak. We've kind of known about her and seen a lot of um, how important she was to this case. So the kind of turnaround to the dad was like a really nice surprise that kept me like, interested. And I also thought when the father was um, up there as a witness, I thought like how much more credible and how much stronger his case was having the father, which initially I didn't think. I was like, well, why is he bringing the dad? Like, what does that have to do with anything? But like they kept reiterating, like Lexi was really young. So I'm sure she would have been staggering. Her statements wouldn't have been as clean and, you know, precise. So having the father up there and just black man to black man, both who have daughters and understanding what you have to do to protect your child and to protect yourself. I just thought it was a a moment of strength and definitely a moment of understanding even though and I I believe that uh, gentleman's name was Spencer even though it didn't seem like he wanted to be up there there seemed to be some sort of like a tiny bit of respect for Aaron I know that there's some things that you know may in the back end be going against him especially with his relationship with Maskins but there was a um a little pick a -a (laughs) peekaboo of some type (laughs) of respect that he had for Aaron Absolutely. I agree with that. I think it was respect and also responsibility to kind of what I have been contributing to without necessarily knowing all the parts. One of the points that you did make was the fact that we did have this moment that they were these two Black men kind of sharing information Mm -hmm. and similar because they both had daughters. We also saw that when they switched out the judge, it was a Black man. And I felt like Mm -hmm. at the end of the episode, it was just kind of nice to see how in a world that makes it difficult, you don't have to necessarily say anything. Just there's just this common camaraderie amongst like black men um Jeff that being said what what did you think of the element not only of the father being the one to give testimony but them switching the judge because that was the same judge that everybody was kind of hating on in the earlier episodes too I'm gonna start with the judge (laughs) I I mean right like he was making it hard. Like he, like it, I mean, but you, we already knew he was in Maskin's pocket, like to, to an extent, like, but, but Aaron gave him so much information. It was almost like, I, I have to give him a retrial. So I don't put too much emphasis on the judge because we know, we know what we were getting from him, but this, this dad straight dirt ball to me, dirt ball, like, like horrible the first thing when he was talking to his daughter saying hey you're gonna have to go on the on the on the stand but this is not your fault this is his fault he should have been protecting you I cussed at that screen so many times you're a grown a man you're telling your daughter that some other person that y'all don't know is supposed to be in charge supposed to be taking care of you no if anything you're supposed to be taking care of that person because that's your daughter don't get don't Try and teach, don't put that on your daughter. Don't try and say that that's okay. It's okay because black people are supposed to look out for each other. Yes, we're all supposed to look out for each other, but don't use that to the detriment of other people. 
Like he's supposed to look out for you. So if he didn't, he should go to jail for life. No, that's not a thing. You're a grown A person. As a dad, you're a grown A daughter. Like you make these, you make these beds, sleep in them. So it pissed me off to see that he tried to use that as an excuse. Like, no, he should have been there for you. Da, 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 da. Like scratch all of that. The only thing he did was be a father. I wouldn't even say a good father. He just was like, you know what? I don't want my daughter to be <laughs> up there and be and be like rant, like just be talked about and all this other kind of stuff. Let me just go take the hit. He did it. I mean, but he still looks like a dummy. But like like nothing there was was justified for me. I just did not like his character. And then at the end, he was like, fix this. So he didn't even learn. So like, what's the point? Like, he's just dirt okay. to yeah. me. And that's where it I, is. I, I, and that's I why I got a drink. But Emily, you go ahead and respond to that. Oh my, there's so much to respond to. <laughs> um, I feel like there's more to that conversation at the end than we think. And I think we'll find out more in, in season two. I feel like this father character is really difficult. I, I feel like that, that this episode is named for, for fatherhood because we have people becoming fathers. We have people you know, trying to stand up for their children, we people trying to be reconnected with their children. So there's a lot of, a lot of themes around that. But I feel like this specific character was trying to protect her in some way, but also was not taking the ultimate responsibility for, hey, you know, like not, not like making sure my kid was okay. Like, uh, like it was obviously like, there's, it's a complicated situation that, you know, she was involved, like she had an overdose. So like, you know, it, it gets tricky, but like, I feel like there's, she, he was slightly disappointed, but also trying to protect her. And um, I'm glad he testified and like was a witness, but I don't, um, I, I don't know if it was as effective moment as, um, as it could have been um, if she didn't do it. Okay, well, here's what I would like to say. <laughs> because I, while I can definitely understand your point of view, Jeff, it makes sense. But at the same time, I can understand for Mr. Richards and her father being in that position, feeling that his child was in a club, in an establishment where you do kind of expect there to be some kind of responsibility or security and that somebody's life won't be in danger. And I also could see how he's only going based off of his experience and what he knows. He thinks that the man is guilty without a doubt. And yeah. so he's everything to support that. And so I felt him kind of telling his daughter was just trying to give her enough room to be okay with the fact that what she had to say could impact somebody negatively. And then last thing, I do think ultimately he showed that he was in some way a good father because he did protect her. She could have been put on the stand and had to kind of face more of her past but instead of having to deal with that, uh, he took it um, and just kind of took that burden. I'll let Dot respond if you got something to say on that and then let's move forward. In terms of him being like a good or bad father, for me, I'm with you, Keith. I think that I did get to see him being protective over his daughter and his big arguments were she was a kid, um, you know, she she didn't know what she was doing. Let me make sure that I take this from her. And that's something that I can respect only because 
even when you know your child is wrong, it's still a very embarrassing and traumatic experience that you want to protect them from. Um, but fatherhood and the person you are are two different things. So even though I can say, I can see that he's trying to be a good dad, but he, to me, still exemplifies things that I would say he's a bad person. Yeah. yeah. Let, me, let me clarify. All my anger is from him as a person. Him as a dad going on the stand, that's mm -hmm. what he should have did. Like, I, yeah. I have no ill feelings about him as a dad. Him, like, trying to talk his daughter up and, like, comf uh, like comfort her, that's fine. Everything else was dirtball to me. But that's that's where I've come <laughs> yeah. from. But, yeah, well, as a father, that was not. Yeah, yeah. You were saying something a little bit different. But here's one thing I know that we all can agree and respect. Tonight, we did get to see Jamal's return to prison he's alive i was like yes <laughs> he's still here i know everybody was excited about that that was an element um that was a nice little surprise i feel like another key moment of surprise they had the old warner old warden sophia kind of come in and meet Aaron on the bus and so that she was still looking out what did you guys think of i guess those two takes in particular and then if you have any other standout surprise elements not the big last reveal but any other elements that were just like nice not to go on this journey of 13 episodes emily i was yeah. so happy to see jamal because they've kind of left that open-ended for the last two episodes and they still left it open-ended because he's kind of unconscious not talking laying on uh, stretched out on this on this bed and you know i got really concerned when maskins kind of threatened that situation just saying i could take care of him i can make sure that you know your homeboy jamal is good because i won't jump but i do think that that will play a really big role into his aaron's decision making so seeing jamal again and knowing that he's all right for me it just kind of makes me think of aaron and his uh motivation and just wanting to push harder and really fight for himself and again with um Sophia, she has just like really proven herself to be ride or die. She really cares about Aaron on a level that we really didn't understand as we were watching throughout these uh, previous episodes. And, you know, every time she shows up, her heart is showing bigger and more prominent. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, really like, I mess with her. You know, like when there's somebody that you like, I'm not really sure. And they do that one thing and you like, at the end of the day, like, <laughs> I don't got to say nothing to her. She don't got to say nothing to me, but I rock with her. That's how I feel. Yes. I yes. Ahead, no, I, move. yeah, I totally felt the same way. I'm, I'm not surprised. Uh, Sophia is like, you know what? I am, I am with Aaron all the way. And I, I'm, I was a little nervous actually at that scene because I wasn't sure who was coming on the bus. And because it's always like you always have a schedule when you're doing those transfers or when you're going from place to place. So the fact that it stopped and like even Aaron seemed nervous. And when she came on, I'm like, what is happening? What is she going to tell him? Like what's, what's going down? And I was so happy to see that she was, I'm, I'm happy and also sad because she, sacrificed so much in the end which which we saw and you know her wife lost the election and so it caused so much havoc in her life in order to save Aaron's life and to save so many other future like inmates lives and all these people that are like fighting the justice system so like she knows she's on the same level as Aaron she knows it's a bigger cause than she could do um with just herself and so um 
I, I love to see that moment, that strong character there. Um, and then I'm excited that Jamal is, is back, um, but I'm a little worried, obviously, that um, he's not doing so well. And I think you're right that there is going to be some type of decision that Aaron's going to have to make, obviously, and that might be a big factor. Absolutely, especially because his safety, we'll talk about mm -hmm. in a bit, is just exactly. uncertain, both of those, because he did try to transfer, but Cyrus isn't having it. Jeff, what do you think about those two appearances? I'm kind of confused about why they would say, why would they would have him be kind of injured to bring him back in the jail cell? Because when they brought him in, they said for him to be here, that means he's good. That means he's like healthy. That means he's good. And then to kind of threaten him at the end, it just didn't make sense. So, but yes, I am, I'm definitely happy that he's back and I hope that he stays there for a long term long time but on the Masri's standpoint I think that her heart is just showing more and more each episode and when it was pushed like when it was pushed to shove like what are you going to do she's like I'm going with my heart mm -hmm. and it's frustrating to see because up until today I was like her wife is her wife like she like you know your wife like you yeah. know she's a good person at the end of the day and we just saw at the end of the day her wife is about winning and it's, right. it's frustrating like you know like as a person you lost because your wife is doing something that's the betterment for everybody else, but you're still mad. So <laughs> Masary's wife can kick rocks for me. Like it's, it's a love hater. Yeah. I mean, like that's just, it's straight, it's, it's black and white for she's me. Been like, trash. Like, right. like, like you said, she, she's been trash. We confirmed it, kick rocks. I'm not even mad she lost, to be yeah, honest. Like thing, she didn't, you know? she didn't deserve None of us it. cared. We were like, okay. Mm -mm. Because she was like, she was sacrificing her morals and like her and, and um, the warden had such a different view of, of mm -hmm. the justice system and what's right and what's wrong. And when that gets so like saturated into your relationship, when you can't even see that person for who they, who they really are or, or who they were when you married them, like that is so toxic. And so I feel like she finally saw the revelation of what her wife was doing and yeah. Yeah. I think they, they have some fundamental differences. We we definitely saw it play out throughout the season because they always were kind of here. Always or back patches. Yeah. But we'll definitely see because she even said in the, in the close at some point, like, I don't know how we recover from this, the fact that she lost. So I'll get back to that kind of when we talk about predictions and going into season two. <laughs> but before we get there, there are some more elements. I'll try to do like some spitfire questions just because I want to definitely know what you guys think. So we always talk a little bit about life outside of the prison. There was, you know, that kind of led through. We didn't see much, but we did see some instances that I think are like super important to note. For one, first question, I, I thought that, of course, Jasmine has the babies. Like, did anybody not expect her to have the baby? I did not expect Jasmine to have the baby. The whole time we have watched this season, she has been pregnant, but it has been like in the back burner. And so when yeah. she was in labor, I'm like, oh, of course. <laughs> stressed out like she is pregnant I'm like and of course it's during Aaron's trying to get his retrial I'm like yes come on let's raise the stakes I honestly like I'm not trying to be funny like her being pregnant I just was expecting her to be pregnant the whole season and next season so her you know but for me um and the fact that she named the baby Aaron I said, oh, Aaron's about to come in there with mm -hmm. that heat and that fire because he has a legacy now that he has to 
uphold and now that he's fighting for. So I thought that that was such a special moment. I was very sad though, because I'm like, dang, if she could have just held on to baby, it was five weeks early. Maybe Eric could have been there because that's such a special moment that you can't get back, you know? So I was sad about that, but I'm happy that she gave birth to a healthy baby boy named Aaron. Can I say that was a pretty big baby for five weeks, uh, uh, five weeks early? Those TV babies are always. Those TV babies are like toddlers. (laughs) They can't bring a newborn, so it's always this big old baby. It's true. It's true. Uh, I wasn't surprised at all. Yeah, agree. Okay, so we're we're staying there. So another, I think, a big factor. This will take us a few minutes to get through. We got to see more of this Darius element. You know, Darius came to the courthouse. He told him um, that they had the baby, and so I guess the biggest question is. Do you guys think that there's an opportunity for them to be friends again? We did get to see, like we were talking about some of that black man to man or just brotherhood camaraderie in their exchange and even Aaron inviting him to the court. Um, But before we answer that, Jeff, you could start. Do you think that he and Aaron will be friends again? I think so, because what what my frustration was from the beginning (laughs) was that he never went there to talk to him. But like in the in the later half, in the last couple of episodes, we saw him do that. We saw him gain like get that gumption, like, yo, I need to go. Well, we already saw that we saw the past that he did it. And then we saw him go again. And then we see him going to the court dates and everything. We see him being there, even though Aaron has told him, get out. I don't want to see your face. Dog, I'm still there. I'm I'm your friend, matter like if you want it or not. And then Aaron kind of come to a realization, he's here. At the end of the day, he loves my family, and I respect that. I want you to be here, and I appreciate mm-hmm. that. I think it was it was taking Aaron some time to realize that, and for the fans, me to realize that because I didn't see all of it. But I think I think they both grew from this situation, and I don't know if they're going to be best friends, but I think that respect factor is there. I agree. I love yeah. that, Emily. What did you think think about that? Yeah, I mean, I think they're definitely. I don't know if they're going to be best buds. Like, I don't think it's ever going to go back to the way it was because obviously, obviously, there's too much history there. Too much has happened, but I feel like they have a bond. You know, now that you know Darius has helped so much with the family, has helped Aaron in so many ways as well, and they're going to forever be connected in whatever way. So I'm not sure which way that will take place in you know in season two and stuff but I feel like they will still at least have some type of connection yeah and I think when you have a certain amount of history or experience with somebody Mm -hmm. there's certain people in our lives where it don't matter they call you're gonna show up that how did you appreciate I guess the moment between um Aaron and Darius especially that last moment when we got the result we can say at this point, it, it, he yeah. did get the retrial. The retrial was granted. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So the retrial was definitely granted. And there's this moment uh, where Darius and Aaron have an exchange and Darius' yeah. eyes are well enough. So that, yeah. what was your take on that experience? Um, that was a, a very beautiful moment. It has been wonderful to see Darius alongside um, Aaron this entire time, regardless of their situation. Just every time I see Darius and his interaction with Aaron, I just think how complicated that relationship is and just how gracefully Aaron has embraced it. To me, I haven't seen Aaron go off on Darius yet, and I really need to see that. And I think that once he lets off that 
that steam and they kind of go head to head with how they really feel, I think there's definitely an opportunity for a real friendship and a real forgiveness to happen. Um, I think if they continue moving forward now with this big elephant in the room, it will be very like, we're cool, we respect each other, but there's obviously a genuine love that's there or else why would Darius still be around for absolutely everything? Like he literally gave Mm -hmm. Aaron the news about his grandson. He's sitting in the courtroom, he's rooting him on. Um, So I hope that in season two, they really yell and scream at each other and get it out and have that therapeutic argument where they can, you know, love on one another. I don't know what that means for Marie or where she will stand in that, (laughs) but man to man, they need to get some things off their chest because this looks like one of those friendships that's um, not worth losing. Okay. And I'm glad you mentioned a few things because I think now it's almost certain that we're going to see them kind of come to some fisticuffs. The biggest element that threatens their relationship is Marie. And we got to see tonight, we talked this whole season about her bad behavior and her just need to do wrong and break the law. And so now it's coming to a head. So now that you say that, I'm like, oh, this is an element that the writers, if y'all are listening for season two, you could definitely use just to kind of pull strings for um, Aaron and Darius, because from my my take is that Darius is going to feel like Aaron is responsible for her being wrapped up in doing anything it takes. Um, and then it goes back to his decision and what he has to make. So let's talk a bit about that. Um, Jeff, go ahead. We'll start, start there with you again, especially just Marie. She has the best of intentions. Um, but like I said, we knew about season or episode one or two that this was going to come back to haunt her. And we got to see that it definitely is going to be present. Yeah, it's it's just so frustrating because like she's such a great character. She's so instrumental in so many different storylines, but yet she doesn't know what she wants to do and it's hurting so many different people. Mm-hmm. It's like Aaron and Darius, their problems probably wouldn't be as bad if she made a decision because she's stringing Darius along. She didn't sign the divorce papers. Like she's doing so much stuff to add to the drama it's frustrating because like when these guys do come to like collide and stuff they're gonna be like well I mean I'm pissed off because of this I'm pissed off because of this well Marie did both of these things it's like it's frustrating to see and I hope that she makes a decision but like I don't blame her totally be um on the on her like helping out Aaron and kind of getting in some trouble I'll leave that for for that discussion when we get to his final decision, because I'm going to add that in why I make my decision on what I would do. Okay, okay, fair, fair. So for now, I'll let you guys respond just speaking to Marie's character, Mm -hmm. because that's clearly going to come into play with that whole conversation Mm -hmm. with character and integrity. I do feel that she's made a lot of decisions based on wanting to help and knowing that he is innocent. You get to a point where you're willing to do anything, but it's, it's coming back to bite her in the butt. Emily, what, what's your take there? Yeah, I mean, the way I see it is we've always been kind of going back and forth on Marie and like where her feelings and her loyalties lie in the sense of like her relationships with Aaron and Darius. And I feel like the way, because she went and got those records and she did the letter and she did all these things, it shows that she still has major feelings for Aaron and she, she thinks that he is innocent. And so like her actions speak louder than what she can't say to Darius and what she can't say to Aaron. So at this point, 
like her actions are going to catch up with her, unfortunately. And what I'm worried about is that she's not going to be able to like be out in the open and, and get to like have some closure and, and like make the decision between Darius and Aaron and like make those calls because something else might get in the way. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate. She's, it's, she's put both of them before herself in a lot mm -hmm. of ways. I mean, mm -hmm. especially Aaron. And now it's like, you're not even going to have a chance to choose because you've added some more mess. Dot, what's your take on all of that mess? Yeah, so watching Marie this entire time, she's been one of my favorite characters just because there's so many layers to her. Um, you know, she she's a she's a doctor, a nurse. She literally her personality is to care for people and to yeah. help people and to assist them. It's her strength. And sometimes you're you you have that passion for your strength that almost becomes a weakness. I think my biggest fear in this situation is we all have opportunities to make choices on our own, but when we have to deal with the punishments for them, we start to put the blame on other people. She made the decision to go and get those files. That's what she wanted to do. That's what she felt was needed to do in that moment. And I think that when all of this comes out, she's going to completely blame Aaron. She's going to uh, mm. resent him. She's going to be upset with him. It's going to change and alter her decision between picking Darius and Aaron. Because sometimes those people who love to help and want to help they do so, but they don't think about what happens after. And I can just see Marie just, her job's going to be at jeopardy and people are going to be saying bad things about her. And she, instead of her changing who she is and looking at herself and realizing what she did, it's going to be all, it's going to be Aaron's fault. It's going to be all Aaron's fault. And wow. she's going to fall into Darius's arms. Like, wow. Oh, that's, okay. a, that's a well, bold prediction. Yeah. I'm going to lay <laughs> off on some of that. It was a lot of prediction there. Prediction. I disagree <laughs> with some of it. I think that Marie is going to be okay with her decision. And I think that when they do have a conversation, she still is going to feel like she did what was right to her. Like you said, that's her personality type. That's not going to change. If I want to help somebody, I'm going to find a way to help them and she did along the way so we can go ahead and let the cat out of the bag the biggest piece of the puzzle is this he did get the retrial however comma maskins comes back around waving the carrot in front of his face and he says that look we can do this the easy way i give you clemency you'll be out in six months Either you can do that or we're going to use all the dirty work that Marie did and go hard on her. You're staying in this prison system where they think that you're the snitch. So your life is in jeopardy and so is Jamal's. And so he's left with this big decision. Now, before we get to the decision, let's talk about, I just, I, you know, just because I'm really struck with his character. So hearing the differences between clemency and um, exoneration. Mm -hmm. Let's do a round robin. Which do you choose? Starting with you, Dot, clemency or exoneration? Oh my gosh, I can't pick. I'm you gotta stressed. pick. Which one comes to mind first? Just say oh, it. No. There's no okay, judgment. what comes to mind first? Because I've watched 13 episodes and I know how bad Aaron wants it. It is exoneration. But come okay. back to me. Come back. To okay, me. Emily, clemency or exoneration? <laughs> I, oh, I cannot, <laughs> you oh, I had to pick. I know, I cannot imagine 
Aaron getting like making a deal and just being like, oh, like he well, needs to fight. about Aaron, but for you, if it oh, came for me? down to it, what do you oh. think you would do? Oh, exoneration completely. Okay. Jack, I would fight for it. Question. Is it, no. Like, what's the, is it like what's the, the repercussions happening for him? Like, are we in his body? Are we like him or are we ourselves? Right. It's like you are him. So the same. Oh. Well, then, no, because, and, and this is why, this is why I, I hate that I'm saying this. I have to go with the deal. I I have to because I, I, I'm going at the end with of the deal too. at the end of the day, you're dealing with Jamal's life. You're dealing with your life. Continue. You're dealing with your wife's life. And when you're I saying know, you're dealing with your really wife's life, that means you're dealing with your daughter's life because that means she would have no parents out there. So there's so much to go I on. Know. Like you have to and take this deal, and it's so, so frustrating. And I I hate to say I know. it. But so like, I I agree with you, Jeff. There that you should like it. Like that moment where they're circling like vultures and like they stage that like that moment where you feel like Aaron's being like gonna be eaten, swallowed up. Like that's terrifying. And I I his whole life he's been he's fighting for his life here and his family's life. And so I'm gonna change my vote. <laughs> I gotta go, I gotta go with Jeff's opinion too. Cause like No, then I'm going well, back to what okay okay we're gonna scratch that because it's going left you got us all worked up Keith. because i so here's what we'll do we'll we'll pivot we'll make it back to the show because that's what we're here to talk about so we'll spend a few minutes talking about this then we'll talk about some of the big upsets that you guys had and then of course we'll get through our predictions but so i can understand both sides of it for aaron because on one hand you do have to consider the lives of all the people you care about you love you revere you know you would choose them over yourself anyway but you also have to grapple with the fact that these people and other people have done everything just so that you could get out, get out just because you are innocent. And so I feel that a part of you wants to, you know, respect that as well, because, hey, if I'm innocent and it comes out I'm innocent, then I don't have to worry about the bad. Everybody's good. But he is put in a peculiar uh, situation that does, is going to no doubt take us into season two. I'm really hoping uh, we get a season two, I think is, is vital uh, at this point because I want to see. But so we'll go back around dot talking about Aaron, his experience over 13 episodes, what are you looking for him to do in this situation? At this point, I am looking for Aaron to stay strong and to continue moving how he has been and to trust his instincts. And only because of what I've seen, because I have my own feelings. Of course, I'm like, okay, take the plea, whatever. But because of what I've seen, what he's gone through, how far he's gotten, how much he has fought, how much he has taught himself, how much he has had faith when we didn't, I want him to stand his ground and to be the first person to really make some changes in how things are done. And I want him to ride or die for himself. That's even, what I like. even, even though, just to be clear, that does mean, or it looks like that means that Maria is going to be the one put with the felony in behind bars. Yes or no? You still want him to sacrifice? Yeah, I mean, she slept okay. with his whole best friend. Like, what? <laughs> okay, okay, and now okay, it's okay, a okay. soap opera. <laughs> We don't have much time, so let's go. Emily, 
you've met, we've experienced Erin this whole time. We've talked a lot about integrity and character. Where, where's, where do you stand? I'm so torn. I mean, I kind of, I see where Dot is. I see where Jeff is. I feel Aaron can, you know, Aaron could stand up for himself too. And then maybe the warden, the, the previous warden can come in and help him and get, maybe there's more witnesses that saw stuff that can come okay, out of the woodwork. So, going with so I'm going to go with, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say he's going to fight for it because he no, he has to do what's right in his soul and, and in his heart. And his integrity is a big deal. Mm-hmm. We got to see him talk about some of the life changes and this is the type of person he is now. Jeff, where are you falling? I'm staying with, unfortunately, I'm staying with, you got you to gotta take the deal because I like I said, it's bigger than just him. He has his whole family. And you're telling me that if it's between you or your wife going to jail and you already in there, there's no way that I can imagine someone saying, you know what, she she might go to jail. For me, it just doesn't make sense to me. I don't like it. I like till this day, I was I watched it a couple hours ago. And I like ever since then, I was like, how can he still get maskings without being a lawyer? But like it just it was just so frustrating because I know he can't be a lawyer anymore, but he still has to go and attack him. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm okay. staying with my side. You got you gotta go with your family. You have to save I your family. I, I could respect it. I think the lawyer thing is the biggest thing for him because that was what he would he wanted to have. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I agree with you, Jeff. I think put in that situation, I could very well understand him leaning to the clemency because you do get out. Y'all already have experience all this time. And I didn't take the deal the first time. People were mad about that. So mm-hmm. so we'll see. We're almost to the end of our time together on this journey. Before we get into predictions, though, I know we came in the room. Everybody felt like there was a lot of things they wanted to say or just felt upset with. We'll start with Jeff and then we'll work our way around. <laughs> what are the biggest things that kind of left you feeling very angry at the close of the season? Um... <sighs> That the the new character, as in the dad, he really bothered me just because how he was like flip flopping. Like, yes, he was a good father to his daughter in the sense that he was protecting her, but everything he did was dirtball to me. And I and I stand by that by like just going like, no, whatever whatever needs to happen, make this go away. And like, no, Aaron should be in trouble because he didn't make this happen. He was the club owner, yes. But if he doesn't know about a, a person that, that gets treated wrong in his club, he doesn't need to go to jail for life. Like, it just it just seems like he was just taking all the responsibility as a father off of him. And that really bothered me as a whole. That was okay. where my frustration was in this episode. Emily, what about you overall looking at the season finale? What did you think? Yeah, I mean, I feel like the judge really just like irked me the wrong way. I just feel like, I think at the end, he redeemed himself by really looking at the attitude of, of how the, the um, DA side was kind of reacting and kind of being way too nitpicky and too harsh and kind of really aggressively going after this case when they didn't really need to. And so I, I think he redeemed himself in the end a little bit, but I just feel like he didn't really, he was way harsher on Aaron than I think needed, uh, Mm -hmm. needed to happen. Um, and I also feel like this, this, I feel like Marie didn't really get a resolution in this episode. We didn't feel like she got to reconnect with Aaron. Like once Aaron found out that he was going to get a retrial 
there wasn't any phone there call. Wasn't there wasn't there. any, like, I, I, I wanted that special moment because we've seen them go through so much in these 13 episodes. Yeah, so that I really, was definitely a big one. Yeah, long, I needed that closure. Like, way. Darius was, like, the messenger, and I didn't feel like that was necessarily right. And what about you, Dot? How do you walk away from the season finale? Um, I walk away still just so upset and frustrated at Maskins. It has been an ongoing theme that because of power, money, and politics, Mm -hmm. he runs the show. And Mm -hmm. it's like, I have watched Aaron, like, literally fight, crawl, and beat his way to just get this retrial. He finally gets the retrial, and still Maskins is like paying something over his head, like, (laughs) got something now. So for me, it just triggers something in me because I feel like as we all move through life, unfortunately, some of us will never, ever get that upper hand because there is always some presentation of a Maskins in our life. So I'm upset. I want to fight. Okay. Well, I think for me, my biggest disappointment or the thing that leaves me, I really wanted to see in some way um, Sophia be reinstated or just better conditions for the jail. I did not want them to be left in the hands of Cyrus because we've come so far just learning this culture just to have to go in and see something different. I almost prefer him to be transferred and to be somewhere completely new and let's live that journey. But like I said, we've got a couple minutes left here so let's go through some of our predictions should there be a season two what are you looking forward to let's keep it short you guys so that we can walk away with our biggest takeaway from having this moment or time to share together go ahead dot um my prediction is there's definitely going to be a season two we're going to see that retrial and aaron is going to finally win it's going to get out okay emily uh, I think, yeah, Aaron's going to have his retrial. There's going to be a lot more witnesses, a lot more evidence that comes forward to help him, as well as maybe be a de- detriment to him. And I think Marie is finally going to make a decision. There's going to be um, uh, some family reunions. It's going to be great. <laughs> okay. And for you, Jeff? I think it's going to get all the way to him, him telling his family that he's going to take the deal. And I think it's going to be Marie is going to be the one that's going to say no. Don't say you fought too far. You've done too much. You have to see this through, even at my own risk. Mm. I think she's going to be the one to kind of tell him because right now he's not going to do the same thing twice. He's not going to take the wrong deal twice. I think Marie has to be the one to say it. I like that. I like that, actually. I like it, too. I don't think that he's going to end up telling or taking the deal, and I do think that he's going to be in a different prison but we can always keep this conversation going all over social media so as we close out i want you guys to tell the people where they can find you and maybe quickly you know what's one of your highlights of just being on this after show together we'll start with none other than dot mcdonald well you guys can all find me on at dot mcdonald's all social media platforms my biggest takeaway from all of this is really just paying play uh watching and paying closer attention to people have who have been wrongly accused i want to thank jeff for his special segment it has really gotten my mind going to um look a little deeper into some of these cases that uh, come forward i love that and what about you jeff i just love the the relationships and the friendships that they show either with Darius or with the the cellmate I love the 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 friendships the levels of friendships the the struggles that you see friendships go through and like coming back to it so that's what I took from this this series and I we're definitely getting season two 
But if you guys want to continue the conversation, y'all already know at Jeff Will Jr. on social media platforms. Yes, jumping into DMs near you. Oh, and then, all day, every day, <laughs> twice on Emily, Sunday. Please tell us oh where we can further the conversation with you and your highlight moment. Yeah, so uh, you guys can follow me on all social media platforms at Emily May Heller. I've absolutely loved this show. I love talking about it with you guys, breaking it down. I have to say, I, I'm so... Um, I'm so more like aware of what's going on in like the justice system. It makes me think about like just where our world is and where we need to improve and how we need to help other people. And then also the strength and resiliency of people. And um, Jeff, some of the stories you've shared have been incredible. And I'm just so lucky that I've been able to, to take it all in. I love that. For me, you can find me on all social media platforms at Keith underscore Andre. I really love doing the show with you guys. We had great energy. It's nice to see that we can have these conversations, you know, in real life and just think differently and share. And then also, it's a big inspiration to me. I'm going to take my LSAT at home June 15th. Wow. You're going to kill that. I'll be sure to let you guys know about it. We'll talk about it. That's amazing. Thank you. Until season two, let's raise it up a toast. Woo! Cheers to you oh, guys. So sad. I and know. thank you all for watching. We'll see you next season. See you. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.